What's up, family? Welcome to a special two-part episode of The Foundation, starring Taekwa Panera, formerly known as Taekwon Dean. The story of Taekwa Panera starts off with him telling us how his mother died with him in her hands at the age of six. He then follows this up with telling us the story of how his grandma died at the age of seven, his grandfather died at the age of eight, and then his sister ran away leaving him at a laundromat at the age of nine. He then talks about how he used all of this childhood trauma to fuel his incredible work ethic and talent in sports as he eventually ended up earning a scholarship to play for legendary coach Rick Patino at Louisville University, ultimately becoming the school's all-time leading three-point shooter and leading Louisville to the Final Four. He then went on to play international basketball overseas, but we didn't even get to that part in this interview because there was so much content. This interview is an hour and 16 minutes, and it covers up until he actually got to Louisville. So he goes in depth about experiences with counselors, principals, and I think it's really important the stories that he gives in these anecdotes for people to learn these lessons that will be super useful in dealing with depression, anxiety, and feelings of not knowing your self-worth. So without further ado, we'll give you guys this interview to listen to. All right, family, welcome to another episode of The Foundation. On this episode, we got a very special guest. We got Taekwa Panero, formerly known as Taekwon Dean. Um, Taekwon, I mean, Taekwa was born in um, Red Bank, New Jersey. He, uh, he grew up to play college basketball at Louisville from 2002 to 2006. He, um, he finished as the leader in three-point field goals. He had over 1,600 points. Um, and he turned that into a pro career um, where he played at, you know, played in leagues in Italy, Russia, Spain, Greece, Iran, Turkey, Lebanon, and, and France. Um, so we got him on a, um, on a show to pretty much show you guys the foundation of how to be um, a successful overseas basketball player um, with the 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 backstory of how he went through his life. So, um, what's up, um, Taiko? How you doing today? I'm good, brother. Blessed, man. How you doing? I'm good. So, um, I just want you to kind of start with your childhood and kind of you know tell the people like where you're from, how you grew up, um, you know, and and how that was getting started early in your life. Yeah, man. You know, the small small town of Red Bank. Uh, you know, it's it, on the map, you, you probably can't find it, but you know where where I came, where we, where you came up too. You know, it was it was close knit. Everybody knew each other, and uh, you know, my grandmother grew up on. I mean, she lived on West Bergen. Uh, mom on Bank Street. My aunt was on uh, Bridge Ave, and uh, so you know, it, it was all all around Red Bank. But you know, uh, my grandmother had my sister. Her and my grandfather, they they took care of my sister, me and my mother. It was just me and my mother. And uh, so, you know, my mom was young when she had me, man. And she was pretty much, at that time, it was a lot of nightlife. And, 
And, you know, so she would just take me around Asbury, Long Branch, just drop me off at friends' house and all that. And um, just one day, you know, uh, we were at my aunt's house and she was, uh, she was resting on the bed and, you know, I kept coming in and out, hey, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, you know. You know, jump on the bed. Long story short, she she rolled off with me under and lifeless. Damn. So, you know, from there, I mean, it was a, it was a good it was a good fifteen minutes where I, I didn't say anything to anybody and just you know just sat there. Yeah. So after you know after uh, she passed, I moved in with my. And how old was you when that happened? I was six. I was six. You were six. Now yeah. you were six. Could you like could could you understand like? The gravity of what happened at six years old, or did you kind of? See, that's the thing. Like when it happened, that's the thing. Right now, to this day, I I remember that moment, but I can't remember anything, you know, before that. After like, after that, years after that. So it's kind of like a. I guess when you go through trauma like that, you kind of your body like shuts it off. Yeah. But uh, you know, moved in with my with my grandmother and grandfather on West Bergen with my sister. Uh-huh. And a year later, she, you know, my grandmother was the uh, the backbone of everything. Uh-huh. And, you know, wake up one night, go to the bathroom. You know, she's ironing clothes and she must have, she didn't, uh, she forgot to put on her wig. Uh-huh. And this one I saw, she had no hair. So she sat me down and told me, you know, she has cancer. Oh, that that's how you found out. That's how I found out. And coming from school, you know, uh, me and my sister coming from uh, primary school. Uh-huh. And, you know, we walking, walking up in the ambulance, everybody's outside, they're taken out of the house. So, mm-hmm. you know, she passed when we was coming from school. So it's not like somebody actually sat us down and they'd be like, hey, you know, th- this is death. This is what y'all going through. Yeah. We got y'all. It wasn't, it was just like you, it happens, funeral, keep it pushing. Nobody, you know, gave and, us that. And so your mom, it happened with your mom, you were six, and then... It was how old was it when your grandma? I was died? seven. I was seven. So that was damn. So that was the yeah. next year. Now, damn. So like at at seven, like what's yeah. going? You know, like are you just kind of just like you know? Are you kind of putting in like I? Right, it was just like a funeral, and then I'm going. You know, just going the next day and living because you know you at seven, you can't yeah. really. You know, appreciate the gravity of that type of stuff, you know? And so the, the thing is, what it, it affected me more with my grandmother than my mother. Mm. Because my grandmother was the one who, she did everything with me. She was the one that put the ball in my hand. Yeah. She would, you know what I mean? Every, every Sunday, we would go to garage sales, and she would pick little things like, hey, take this football helmet, you know, take this basketball. And she was the one that, my you know, I spent the time with. Yeah. Yeah, I tell the story where, uh, I don't know if you know on West Bergen, it's a little yellow house on the corner. Like, you know, Yogi's used to be, Yogi's is on the corner. Uh-huh. If you cross the street, it's a little yellow house with a yard, they got a gate. I don't know how it is now, I ain't been in years, but. Uh, like, so, right across the street from Yogi's? But, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so it's right there. So, if you know, it's like a little yard and she got a little white gate and she will put a, a fishing pole in like in the middle of one of the gates. And mm-hmm. she would just say, shoot, you know, cut the hole in the net and right just shoot without no, back, without no backboard. And yeah, I would literally, yeah. I would do it. And that's how I practiced my, you know, my accuracy. And how old was you when you, when she started to train you for the basketball? I was, I was six turning to seven. 
That's you know right before she passed. And she kind of she kind of put the ball in the yeah. and that's where it started. Yeah. Damn. So, you know when she when she passed, that affected me more than than my mother because I couldn't really remember. Uh -huh. But this, so now it's just me, my sister, and my grandfather. Okay. And and my uncle, this is the story. My uncle was uh, he had he, he suffered from a blood clot. So when he was a kid, you know the blood clots kind of messed with his brain a little bit. So he's a little he wasn't slow, but you know he was a little he was a little not off, but he was a little slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because he could he was deaf in one ear, so he he was aware a lot. But so you you got to think. He lost his he lost his sister and his mother. Damn. Right. So uh he he kind of stayed away. So it's me, my sister, my grandfather. And right away he just he just he just moved on. Like it was like it's like, okay, your your daughter and your, your mother, I mean your your wife died, and we were he took us to a, another another woman's house and she kind of like took care of us. Damn. You know, we're young. We're young at this time, so we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it's just like we 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 suffer this and then we just thrown on to another family. Yeah. But he took it hard. He took it. We didn't see, we saw him drinking, but we didn't see it. We didn't think that it was gonna, you know, what I mean, affect his life. So he pretty much drank himself to cirrhosis of the liver. Your grandfather. And he died a year later. Damn, damn. So yeah. About a year later, after the grandma. Yeah. So this is this is consecutive. <laughs> so you know, uh, that's when we moved with my aunt and uh and um on Brajab. So you eight. So you, yeah, I'm eight now. But you got to think, yeah, if you, you know Red Bank around the time, Brajab was like the roughest street in Red Bank. Uh huh. So I'm coming from, I'm coming from West Bergen, <laughs> where you know. And now it's like I'm thrown into the fire. Yeah. On top of on top of, you know, dealing with all this trauma. Now I gotta worry about okay, when I come outside, I gotta yeah. I gotta put on, you, gotta you know, your, use a cue. Yeah, you gotta be, <laughs> you come out the crib, it's like you got a bike or whatever, it's gone. Yeah. So that's where, you know, we we me and my sister moved in and my aunt had to like she had to take a closet that was in the house because she had no room. Mm. Clear the closet out, put a little bump bed in. Like we literally had to walk in sideways and to room. get into the room. So you know we go through this, yeah. and then we thrown into this environment. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. but nobody. See, I wanna, I wanna paint this picture. So when I, when I come to when I'm older, mm -hmm. how you, because people don't understand with with childhood trauma how that affects you as a as an adult. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, you. You pretty much as African American, you gotta deal with these things and you can't show emotion. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Or you you can label it as weak. Especially so, an African American male, you feel exactly. me? Exactly. So for me, being thrown into Bridge Ave and <laughs> dealing with this trauma, I had to bottle everything up and then deal with right. life. So uh, I didn't find this that's out. Eight until, years old. That's eight, nine years old. You gotta yeah. make them type so, of decisions. So dealing with this, I didn't know at the time. I didn't find this out until two years ago. So me and my sister, you know, we 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 moved in, uh -huh. and this is no lie. I want to say five months after moving in, me and my sister we used to wash clothes every Sunday at the laundromat on Shrewsbury. 
So, you know, we walk from from a uh, bridge and go to the laundromat. So this this particular day, she's like, I, it was a uh, 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 phone on uh, Bridge Ave. Uh-huh. And she was like, hey, wait here. Like, I'll be back. You know what I mean? I got the, I got the laundry. And she's like, listen, I'll be right back. Listen, I stayed at that, that uh, telephone pole. This had to be like 12 in the afternoon. I stayed there till about 9 at night. She never came back. At the, at the telephone pole. Y'all was at the telephone the pole. Yes, she's telling me she's coming back. You got to think. After going Thank through all that trauma, my sister is like, she's like everything now. It's all we got. Just and how old is your sister? She's uh 13 at the time. She's 13 at the time. She's four years. So mm-hmm. literally just left. Never came back. Now this is nine. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, man, damn. I got it. I got a bottle. Of, you know what I mean? Now I got a. At this point is where. No, that's not the. Yeah, no. So this point is where I kind of like. All right, this is what the world shows me. You get what I'm yeah. saying? So I gotta. There's no more emotion. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this work somehow. Uh huh. So my. We now my father, he gets out of he gets out of prison, right? All right. So this you, is, had this never, you had never met your father up to never that. met him. I never so met him. This so, is all right, first... so hold up. Time out, right? Yeah. Let's let's just let's just now you get you getting exclusive because you from you from the town, so I can explain Everything. you could under you can see it vividly. Yeah, yeah. So nobody yeah. knows this part of, of my story. That's why to me it's wild, because it's like yeah. I'm just thinking about, you know. The shit like me being that age and going through life at that. You feel me? Yeah. And yeah. whatever the thinking, whatever I was going through was rough. You feel me? Like yeah, 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 yeah. rough. You feel me? But yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, you you nine. And yeah, exactly. you know, your mom, both your grandparents, and then your sister slide. So it's like yeah. where you get that, like at, at nine, ten, what where do you get that resolve though to be like, all right, well, I know I gotta, you know. Just, just bottle everything in and push. Like, why well, wasn't yeah. like, yo? I don't know what to do. Like, I need help. Like, you feel me? Like, how do you get that? See that that that's where when you you hear the end story where it had nothing to do with religion. It was more spiritual. I could feel. I'm. I, I tell it people all this time. As a kid, I could feel like it was something pushing me. Mm-hmm. I could literally feel it. So. All of that trauma, I didn't, I, it didn't affect me. I'm gonna be real, like, I didn't know it affected me then. Yeah. But, so, this is, this, this is where the, uh, I guess my character started at this moment here. A few months later, my father just shows up. You know what I mean, out of nowhere. I'm on the porch. I'm with, I'm with a few friends. I think I'm with uh, Doug Reed, Yuquan. Clark, you know, everybody that was from Bridge. Yeah. So yeah. we're there. It's a, it's a bunch of us. Uh-huh. And you know, he comes out, you know, they like, yo, that's your father. My aunt is like, yeah, that's him. So I'm looking at him. And the first thing he do, drop down, give me 10 push-ups. Not, not a hug. Not, Damn. and at this point, at this point, I'm skinny. I never worked out. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm a kid. I can't get 10, I get six. And everybody laughing. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm being real, this is where the character Damn. came in. Everybody's laughing. He said, yo, you can't be my son. Like, you saw. Like, looked at me, he was like, you saw. And I promise, and we didn't talk 
Like, I don't know he what we did, that but he, for ends real, up, yo? he ends up leaving. Ends up leaving. Oh, and from man. that day is when I tell you, I started to wake up at 4.30 every morning and go to Count Basie. From that day, that, my that. aunt, from that day is when I used to go to Count Basie and I would, I would run the, uh, the bleachers, the little bleachers, and I would do the track. Yeah, and I would yeah. do that every day, yeah. do my push-ups, and so that's where everything that, started. That, yeah, I can tell. I can tell that. Like that's that comment right there. That I can tell. That's something that'll that'll build that fire in you. You feel me? So I would, I, I would. That's when I would do my. At that time, I would do three hundred push-ups a day, mm. and I'm a kid. I mean, I would, yeah. it, it it became insane. That's I mean, it became like a, a an addiction. Like, yeah. I'm going to prove him. Next time I see him, I don't know when I'm going to see him. Uh-huh. Next time I see him, he going to get more than 10. Yeah. So, yeah, where it up. <laughs> so, this is when now uh, Fat Mark, I don't know you, you know Fat yo, Mark. I love, yo, Fat Mark a legend, man. Exactly. Fat Mark a legend, bro. He, he used to catch me at early morning when I'm at, I'm at Count Basie. Yeah. And he was like, yo, you should come out for football. And I was like, nah, like, it ain't my thing. And he was like, yo, I, I think you got it. So I ended up trying out, ended up making it. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know what I mean, they, they give me the permission slip to, you know what I mean, come back and give it to my aunt. I was like, you ain't playing on football. Like, straight <laughs> like, you're not playing that. So I'm like, what was I the forged reason? this. I, what it just? There was no reason. I don't know. But I forged, this, I forged the signature. Forge it. Boom. Go down, and at this time, uh, uh, the landlord that was at, uh, over my mom's apartment, uh-huh. he stayed in contact with me, mm-hmm. right? And he would always like pop up and be like, "Is everything all right?" White man too, like mm-hmm. I did, you know what I mean? Never understood why he did it. Yeah. And I explained to him, I'm like, "Listen, I need, I need a, a few dollars to, you know what I mean, get my uniform and all that. My aunt won't." So he ended up fronting me the money, and boom, I give it to Fat Mark. Yeah, ended up giving the Fat Mark, Fat Mark getting my uniform and everything. And long story short, I ended up becoming good at it. Yeah. Playing quarterback. Yeah. And I would come home and I would hide my hide my pads and all that uh-huh. in the backyard. <laughs> she would never know. She she was just like, oh, he's out playing all day. You had a whole undercover football life. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you did from your family. Yeah, until until. I started getting good. People start going like, yo, your nephew is yeah. all right. You know <laughs> you a secret. You had three but, touchdowns and shit. <laughs> exactly. But my aunt was rough, bro. Like, uh-huh. this is where, you know, go downstairs and get the switch, pick it yourself, mm. and give it to you. Yeah. But yeah. at this at this moment in my life, I didn't need that. I needed somebody to sit me down and explain to me death and nurture and care. What was I didn't get on? none of that. All I got was... You know what I mean? Tough. You get that switch, you're tough. Yeah. So it caused me to bottle everything in. Like, I could never express myself. So I would just express myself on the field. Mm -hmm. At the time, I didn't play ball. I didn't play – I would play basketball around. Like, we would – Doug Reed, like, he was – this nigga was like a uh, a mechanic at at 10. Like, he would (laughs) would take a bike, take take the uh, spokes out, Get the oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nail it to the back, and we would, that's how we would play. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I started to play ball, but in the neighborhood. Yeah. And so, uh, 
I'm gonna fast forward to where we go into middle school. Okay. Right? You and, still in uh, Red Bank. I'm still in Red Bank, middle school, and this is I'm good. I'm good at both sports now, but I never play organized. I never play is like all right, so is you playing these sports though? Is it like crazy I'm training, knowing this my purpose type shit? Or is it just like you just go and playing and then you know you just go and play? Yeah, you just playing regular shit. You feel I me? Mean? And then you just now, go and be yeah, regular. Yeah, or or was you already like, yo, I'm going to the NBA right now? So what it was was when I'm playing football now, I'm a name, it was it was JR. Mm-hmm. It was uh I, I'm watching Pokey, I'm watching Taz, I'm watching uh, Rick Ashton, Marky. I'm just naming, and they were like heads above. Like they were like, you know, they was. Legend. I would look at that like I want to be like that. Yeah. So, uh, I don't, I'm not Jr. This is what happened. Jr. moves from New York. His whole family moves from New York to Bridge Avenue. Uh-huh. Now think about it. It's already rough. Yeah. Now you bring a bunch of dudes from Harlem yeah. that want to tear everything up. Yeah. So, uh, you know what I mean? I'm already got to deal with Bird, <laughs> Mook, and all them. Yeah. And now I got to deal with this, right? But yeah. JR comes and he's heads above everybody. He's bringing that city to Little Old Red Bank. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, go down to the field, he would tear everybody Tore my ass up one one day. Tore, and I was, you know, I was heads above. I was. So you talking about on a court or football? Both. Both. He would. He was playing both. Yo, Jr. I'm not gonna lie. If he didn't go to the streets, he was it. Yo, this is crazy because I don't even think nobody know that he. Nobody today don't know. Like what generation down do not know? I didn't know. I just knew. I'm not gonna lie to you, Jr. At running back. He was getting nine touchdowns a game, bro. Easy. Nine a game? Easy. You couldn't tackle him. That is wild. I'm, I'm not asking anybody. If I'm lying, ask anybody, bro. That's and, wild, then he, bro. and then he would come on the court and right. saucing everybody. Yeah. So it was like, I'm sitting there like, and this is where everybody would bow down to him. Not me, though. I'm sitting there watching him now. I'm like, okay, yeah. he's competition. Uh-huh. So, you know, so this is how, how we go. We practice. And then everybody would leave. I would stay. Yeah. I would stay, do my suicides on the field. I'm yeah. like, okay, I see he got the talent, but he don't work. Like, he mm. got it, but he want to leave and then go do what he do. Mm. And so I would put in that work. I would literally don't come home, and I would put in that work in the field to where I was like, all right. I didn't know what I was doing then until Kobe actually spoke about it, yeah. you know, a few years ago. Uh-huh. So... But you, now saw, you saw the talent, and then you saw a talent with the no work behind it. Is. Exactly. And you're like, oh, at least if I'm all right, I, if I put the work behind it. Yes. All right. So, you, so you know, everybody will follow. I'm not – everybody will follow him except yeah. me. I was like, okay, I see what y'all, y'all – y'all distracted. While y'all distracting him, I'm going to gain on it. Mm-hmm. And he will tell you to this day, I told him once I became – it's going to be an instance where, you know, it was like, he looked at me, was like, yo, he's ready. Yeah. Right? So, uh, now it's, I don't know what happened with JR in middle school. I, I really don't, something, I think he, he got in trouble or something. Mm-hmm. So, 
get to middle school and we was with uh damn what's his name man it was an old coach anyway he ended up getting sick and his new coach came in named mr cunningham mm-hmm. and at this point i was wild from from now i'm wild i'm from bridge and you can't really tell me nothing i'm i'm yeah. I'm the I'm the best of my age, and you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. So he comes in, and he's like military, ex football player, and he he develops this uh this saying saying you're only as strong as your weakest link. This was like some lean on. I ain't gonna lie, it's like lean on me. Like he comes in <laughs> like Joe Clark. I'm serious. Yeah, and I'm not trying to hear it. I'm like, I don't need. You know what I mean? Just get the ball to me, and I'll I'll make it work. Yeah. And he was like, nah, y'all gonna come in with suit, you know what I mean, with a tie, slacks, and uh-huh. y'all gonna work. That structure and order. And right. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, fuck out of here. I'm going, <laughs> I'm not doing it. So he yeah. kicked me, literally kicked me off the team, banned me from the gym. I had to walk from the middle school back to the bridge. Oh, in shit. the rain. Yeah. <laughs> and so I what thought, that okay, what that, what that experience do for you? Taught, because at this time my aunt didn't know I was playing basketball. Like, so I'm walking oh, so back. You, yeah, you still keeping the sports a secret. Is still keeping it a secret. Like, so now it's like a few weeks go by. They playing games and I gotta. I'm watching it and I can't really do nothing. So That's where thing come in? Exactly. So he he sits me down. He's like, Yeah, I know you. The he had this talk with me. I know you the best. And he he paints the picture to where. He's like, I played college ball. And if you want to be able to make the college, this is what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you want, you want to get out of here, right? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But, you know what I mean? I don't know how to do it. So he was like, listen, I need for you, sort of like with uh, Tim Duncan and Popovich, like, I'm going to go and scream on you, mm-hmm. but it's because I want to push everybody else. I need you to be able to take that. Yeah. So... He developed these shirts and everything. It, it was a saying, I forget the saying, but he had his memorize a poem. Mm-hmm. And this was where the structure came in at. Mm. And so it was you only as strong as your weakest link. Mm-hmm. And our weakest link was a kid named uh, Jeff Doherty, a little white kid. Yeah. Couldn't play, you know what I mean? Just yeah. and he used to always make me pick him up. Always. Like he would be last. I have to go back there and, you know what I mean, just bring him, bring him to the front. Yeah. And that right there developed. The, the leadership, like I, I never was a talker. It was just more, I'm gonna put in the work. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, all right, so from middle school, we used to play these games uh-huh. at Count Basie with the other side of Red Bank, which yeah. is, I would say, well, on with the white side or whatever. The east side. Yeah, the east side, right? <laughs> so we would play these games and we used to tell it, it used to be battles or whatever. But they were older than me. But I used to, you know, used to get busy. But there's a kid named Ryan, I think his name Ryan Johnson. I didn't know at the time while we doing this, I'm young, I'm gonna fight. I'm I'm going they saying he's the guy, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna bust his ass and I'm gonna talk crazy to him. Yeah. So he developed the hate for me uh-huh. from young. So now it's time. No. But y'all so like stop. around the same age? Nah, he's older. I, so if I'm a when I become a freshman, he's a senior in high school. So stop there. Now we finished my seventh grade year. No, my eighth grade. And I had a, a teammate named Joe Henley. Uh-huh. Joe Henley 
was playing AAU. I didn't know what the hell AAU was. <laughs> he, and he's like, yo, when I get done playing this, playing middle school, I'll go play AAU. And I'm like, he's like, yo, but I think you should come try out. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. You know what I mean? I ain't never did nothing like that before. Yeah. I get there. But Joe somehow had a stepfather, that white guy that had money. Uh -huh. So they take me from Red Bank to, forget where the workout was at. Mid, uh, was it in Middletown? Yeah, it was in Middletown. Okay. Takes me to Middletown, and there's nothing but white boys. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's all white boys. And I'm like, I never played. Now, my, I never played organized like that. Uh -huh. And so, boom! I ain't got I ain't got the right shoes. Like, I got holes in my shoes. I'm not lying. I got holes in my shoes. And so I'm feeling like real. Joe grew up with these kids, so they like friends. I'm the outside. Out of play. So, put a little penny on me, the little black kid. You know what I mean, yeah. And we go to work. And I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking I'm messing up the whole time. Yeah. And so get done, and he's reading off uh, who made the team. And I'm crying because I'm like, damn, I didn't make it. Yeah. So he's, he comes to me, bring me bring me in front of everybody and was like, listen, this is y'all new captain. Damn. And I'm like, what? And they don't want state championship four years in a row. Damn. And so this is where I started to travel outside of Mama County. How old was you? Now, at this point, um, this is my eighth grade. So what, I'm 13, okay. 13 maybe? Yeah. My eighth grade right now. Eighth grade, and now I'm traveling. So now I got to tell my aunt. He, the coach comes and he's like, "Listen, she only it's crazy. She listened to this white man come and say, hey, you know what I mean? She listened to him. He's like, okay, so you just gonna let me travel out of state with this guy, right? So now I'm I'm a fish out of water now though, cause they got me staying at their mansions, yeah. and you know what I mean? I'm I'm traveling, but I'm the token black kid on an all white team. Yeah. Now talk and about we, we, that though. What that experience do? Like, because what did it do though to open your mind though? Because to see the possibilities, because you coming from Red Bank and your situation, you had never seen a life like that. So it's stuff you don't even know is possible that now you're seeing it like, oh, like people living like this, yo. So, so like, listen. what that do to your mental life? Like, so LeBron, LeBron actually spoke on that. He was uh -huh. like, you know, this is when I saw that, you know, they didn't have cereal on they on they fridge. Like they had a cup of it. Like, I don't know what the hell that is. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm in a straight culture shop. Yeah. And I, on top of that, I can't, I don't know how to communicate because of the trauma yeah. I went through. I'm just this quiet kid, but I skipped over something. I had a, I got a cousin named Raheem Carter that played at Long Branch. Okay. And at this time they was winning state championships. And he was in the high school. He was in high, and they win the state championship. So I'm looking at that, saying, "I right, I could do that." That's you know what I'm saying. Right I can do. So now I'm chasing him. I'm chasing his footsteps behind his footsteps. Mm -hmm. And so now we going up to to Patterson. We going up to North. We going up here. It's an all white team. This is me. Yeah. So you know what I mean, like. <laughs> They, you are, take I, I mean, they, at my, they at my neck, bro. Like they like yeah. jump ball. They looking at me. Oh, you gonna bust this little? Oh, he's an Uncle Tom. Like they they calling me all this. Yeah, but they didn't understand who I was. Like okay, and yeah. so I started to make a little name for myself just around the state. Uh huh. 
And now it's time to go for my freshman year. Now, by, by freshman year, because I didn't play AAU, I'm like top five in the state as a freshman. Damn. So I'm like, all right, I'm coming in here and I'm going, I'm going to do work. Yeah. Taj Holden, we grew up, he grew up on, what is that? River Street? Yeah, he grew up on, on River Street, right around the corner from where I'm at. Uh-huh. So we literally grew up with each other. Yeah. And at this point, Taj is going to Maryland. He's the man. Yeah. So he played at RBR. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So now you know you you come from from the middle school. You're going over there. You're going on the other side of the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> different. You know, it's definitely different. <laughs> different. So I'm like I'm I'm again because I play AU. I was around. I was a, I was toward, I was able to adjust a little bit, but I wasn't. I yeah. felt out of place. Up. So it's tryouts. And remember the kid that I told you I was busting his ass? Yeah. And I didn't know that his pops was the head coach of the varsity. Mm. <laughs> so. And he remembered so, you, huh? <laughs> listen. No, I don't think, I never told this story to no, nobody know. If you was there, you know it. But nobody knows why I left Red Bank. I was, I never knew that either. I, I think, I thought, you know, just from looking at the story that, you know, you might have met. KO Kevin Owens earlier and then he took you over there and that's why mm-hmm. like, damn yo this is why tell this, this is why exclusive. you never played at RBR. I, yo, I never I never yo. told nobody this so this is petty. <laughs> all right. So no long story I, let me rewind. So it's my eighth grade year. Uh-huh. And I'm starting to see that my aunt is not gonna let me get now I'm seeing I'm seeing not seeing the world, but I'm seeing the country now. I'm I'm traveling yeah. state to state, and I'm saying I could actually do this. I could actually get yeah, out of Red Bank. What, what your gift is. I could get out of Red Bank. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would go to her, and she was just never into the sports. Like, she would never, like, never come to a game. Nobody ever came to one game. Damn. So it was like, yo, you know, I, I had a good game, and it was like, ah, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm starting to get sick of coming to the house, like I'm literally like not wanting to leave school, leave practice, and come home. So Are you still principal, what, in the ninth grade at this? I'm point? in the eighth grade now. Oh, eighth grade. Okay. So the principal is a black guy. I forget his name, man. So anyway, I come to his office one day in the morning. I'm dead crying. Like I'm like, yo, I can't go home. Mm. And so I come to him. I'm like, listen. I tell him how I'm feeling. He's the only one I was able to tell. I was like, listen, I can't go home like I want to play college ball and she's not gonna let me nobody knows this story he sat me down he was like so what do you want to do and I'm like I don't know what to do like I need somebody to help me so he's like you could come live with me and I'm like what he's like you know what I'm gonna get all your school work you could do it here in my office when school's over I'm gonna drive you to your aunt's house and I'm gonna tell her you know you 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 know you want to live with me, and I'm like I don't think you, I don't think you know my aunt. I don't know if that's gonna fly, bro. <laughs> he got the big body bends. We getting the bends. I'm like he don't know. We pull up to the house. I'm sitting in the car. Lock the door. As soon as he get out, I lock the door. Like fuck this, bro. He walked up them steps. He may have said maybe ten words. Uh-huh. 
when I say that man ran off them steps, like, yo, you got to go. Like, you got to fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm like, oh. he's like, listen, listen she don't want to, you got to go. Like, she about, you know what I mean? She about to get my ass. And yeah. Had to get out the car. Yeah. She my ass. She whooped my ass all the way up the stairs. Oh, uh, this man in the crib. <laughs> so now at this point, I'm like, I really got to get out of here. Nobody really knows what's going on. I'm like, I really got to get out of here. Yeah. That's so crazy. So this is, remember the, yeah, uh, yeah. So remember the, the landlord that, you know, gave me the money. Why guy? He would come get me every other weekend. He had an AU team of his own. And so he came to me right after that moment and was like, hey, listen, I got, I got, uh, I put you in this camp, this basketball camp in Princeton. And I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, I want you to go see. I know you want to play college ball. This will show you. Like, they, they got you for a week. You stay in the dorms. And you get the, the college experience. Yeah. Bro, Princeton? Like, this was different. Like, yeah. so I go to Princeton, and it's all, you know, upper class kids there. Uh-huh. And so they this is when I started to understand what racism was. I, I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't really know, but yeah. this is when I experienced it. It yeah. was like, you black kid over here, you can't really hang with us in these dorms. Like they mind, I didn't have much. Man, they they broke it down straight like that, huh? Yeah, but they didn't know again who I was. I would wake up 4 30, they in their sleep. Yeah, I would do my regular routine. So when it's time for camp to start. I'm tearing their ass up, like, to where the coach, Bill Carmody, at the time, he came in and was like, yo, who is this? Yeah. Yo, they gave me a scholarship right there. They was like, yo, listen. And you like, was if eighth you, grade. Eighth grade. They was like, listen, if you get the grade, you're coming here. Yeah, damn. So I left that camp, like, oh, I can really do this. Like, oh, this, this is what this look like, yeah. Yeah, this is what this is. Nobody knew. So... You know what I mean? His name was Pat Weller and his family, they would always like take me in and they introduced me to the other side. Yeah. And so this, I come from this camp and I'm like, ah, right, yeah, I can, now I gotta go. Yeah. So freshman year, tryouts. I'm like, I'm top five in the state. I don't gotta work out with the freshmen. Like I ain't gotta try out the freshmen. Yeah. That coach was like, they ain't take your ass over there. Like, but it was aggressive. I'm like, yo, why are you cursing? Like, <laughs> I can't put the two and two together. I didn't know it's his father. So yeah. I work out freshman too easy. Uh-huh. And the coach go to the coach. He's like, yo, listen, he's not, he can't. Yeah. So he put me on JV. Uh-huh. I think I had like 35 first game Dang. too easy. Yeah. So now he's like, he can't come up here. Yeah. <laughs> and so I go to the, I go to the principal. I'm like, yo, principal, like, uh, I'm like, uh, hold on. I'm like, is there a problem? Like, why can't I try out for, for varsity? Yeah. And the principal was like, I don't know. Like, let's let's have a meeting with the coach. Yeah. Sit down with the coach. And the coach straight up looked at me and was like, you ain't ready. Oh. And I was like, well, you got to let me try out to say I'm not ready. Yeah. So he was like, all right. We got tryouts at 6 in the morning the, ne- the next day. So I'm like... I go to Taj, I'm like, yo, Taj, I ain't got a car. Like, can you pick me up? You know what I mean? Before you, and he's like, all right, I got you. Yeah. This is before cell phone time and all that. Yeah. Before all that ever. <laughs> 
And mind you, I told you I get up at four. I got up four thirty. Then do what I usually do. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go. So I'm up. Yeah. And I'm sitting there waiting, bro. It's it gets to like five thirty. Call him, Taj. Where you at? Never Nothing. Came. So it's like five forty-five, bro. I'm like, fuck. it's raining, pouring down, raining. You you ran up there? Yo, bro. Got ah, there. You ran up I'm not gonna there. lie to you. Got there. Too. Got there at six. Banging on the door. Boom. Drench. You that ran man fifteen the minutes from where? Bro. From Bridge Island. Gone. Hit the tracks. You know the tracks where you go to wine. Yo, you went to Little Silver from Bridge Island. Bro, you know where the tracks at? Yeah. You know where the track? I hit the tracks with the YMCA, jumped the gate. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gone, bro. I'm like, yo, this is my chance. Hell yeah. Right? That's crazy. I get there. Now I'm dead tired. I get there, bang on the door. That man opened the door, was like, take your ass home. <laughs> so bro. Told me take my ass home in the pouring down rain, bro. Wow. I had to turn my ass around and walk home. Wow. So Long story short, the principal got me on the team, but the coach was like, I'm not, you're, not, you're not playing. Like, yeah. you're never going to play. I yeah. can't make this up. I'm at the end of the bench, right? Yeah. I'm killing them in practice, but I cannot play. And how is the team doing? They was tops in the state, right? So, okay. Taj, they got Sean Exani, they got Milk, Milk, uh, Milk Gray. Yeah, Milk Gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Garen, they, they so got a nice little pretty, pretty much earning your way on there, too. But you was good enough to play, but I was already tearing their ass up from from the yeah, I mean, Count yeah, Basie from course. the field, yeah, yeah. So they know the who I am. Johnson is on the team, and he's talking filthy to me, yeah. and I can't do nothing. Like, yeah, I, his father's the coach, he's talking filthy, and I'm like, I gotta play the, I gotta play the part, yeah. So, rewind. Now, Kevin Owens, I met Kevin Owens my eighth grade year. Uh-huh. Me and James Jones are best friends. So, me and James Jones, we saw, me, Ray, him, Ray, we used to always play in his backyard. Uh-huh. And so Kev came, came, came by one time and was like, yo, I heard you nice. Uh-huh. But he used to bring, I play Jay, Jay's older brother. If you beat him, we're going to go to the mall. I'm going to get you to Jay's. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right, say, say nothing. Tears ass up. And I'm thinking he's lying. He's like, all right, get in the car. Yeah. Go in the car, buys the patent leather, black black and red patent leather concourse. Dead. I ain't yeah. never had no shoes like this before. Yeah. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, who else you want me to play? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Point him out, yo. I'm dead serious. And yeah. he's like, all right. He's like, listen, all right. I'm up. Next week, I'm gonna get somebody else for you. Yeah, or somebody else tore their ass up. Take me to go get the Kobe's. Yeah, so yeah. by the by the end of the week, bro, I got about six pair of new <laughs> brand new shoes. That's serious. Just my aunt is like, Who the fuck? Like, where you getting yeah. these shoes from? I'm like, Can't explain it. What, like Neptune top ballers and stuff? No, just everybody in Red Bank, bro. Just everybody, any, oh, everybody, everybody was- older that okay. they thought they was nice. Uh-huh. So we developed a relationship to where, you know, sat me down and he was like, you want to go play? He said, you thinking about college, I see you in the league. And I'm like, NBA, like, I think you can make it. Yeah. And I'm looking at him crazy, like, but 
you're not gonna make this shit with your grades the way it is. So he's like, yo, bring me your report card. Uh -huh. What am I report card, bro? All F's, D's, one C. Damn. That man sat, he, the same thing that I told you my father did, he did to me in front of everybody. Mm. He's like, yo, you, you a fucking dummy. He, he was just calling me all types of, I thought he was my man. Yeah, wow. All right. I'm like, oh, I'm a dummy? Okay, cool. This Kevin Owens. Next month, period, all A's, one B. I threw that shit at him. Like, he was at, he came, bro, threw that shit at him. Uh-huh. And he looked at me and was like, yo, get in the car. Uh -huh. Got in the car, took me to the mall, got me five pairs of shoes. Damn. And he, he, he explained to me, he's like, yo, I did that on purpose. Yeah. I wanted you to feel what it is, because you can't do one without the other. Mm. And me and him became, we became like tight. Yeah. So now I'm going to bring it back to high school. Uh -huh. he, he develops cancer. Okay. Now I get close to him. Uh -huh. And now he develops cancer. You remember I already, from my, from my grandmother, uh -huh. he comes up one day in the backyard. He got a bald, bald head. I'm like, what's going on? And I he explained to me he got cancer. Yeah. So... Now I'm like, damn, like everybody I get close to, something happened. So you're in high school at this point? High school, freshman year. Okay. I don't play the whole year, bro. Yeah. We are in the state tournament. Uh-huh. Right? I see Kev. Kev is in we're in the state tournament, fairly Dixon, fairly Dixon, I believe. Kev is getting treatment in uh John Hopkins or whatever. Uh -huh. I see him before the game, and he's like, yo, see him got tubes and everything. Like, he, he lost weight. He's like, yo, I'm coming to that game. Yeah. And he's like, you going to do. I'm telling you what's going on. God told me. This is a, God told me it's going to turn around for you, and I'm going to make it. And the doctor was like, nah, you ain't, you ain't healthy enough to go to that game. Yeah. I'm not making this story up, bro. I have not touched the court all year. Uh -huh. They tournament. Is we're down now. If I remember correctly, it's third quarter. We're down ten. Milk is in foul trouble. Will Guerin is in foul trouble. There's nobody else to put in. Before I check in the game, it's a packed gym. Kev comes in, tubes, tank, everything. Like looking like he's ready to die. Right. And he told me he was gonna make it. Yeah. And I remember exactly what he, bro. I get in that game. When I check in, he look at he's like, it's your time. Bro, we down 10. You a freshman. Freshman. By the time the game was over, game winner, bro. I scored maybe 15 and then the game winner. You scored 15 and a game I'm not. As a freshman. At the end of the I, game. I checked in at the end of the third quarter. We down 10, bro. Damn. And you and you had 15 and a game winner. In the game winning. Now, now, did you see him when he came in? Like, so you knew when he came in? I seen in? Like, we, we, we caught eye contact. Yeah, so you was like, it's go time. It's go when we saw each other, it was like, yo, I told you what I, I told you what God told me. Yeah. It's it. So and right I, then, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm hitting from everywhere. It wasn't even, no, you wasn't even thinking about no freshman jitter. No. It's different. It's different and hit that Kev is like, yo, we gone. Yeah. He's like, yo, you 
he went to to Ryan's dad and was like, "Yo, fuck you, we out of here." It's a wrap. I'm like, "What you mean we out of here?" He's like, "I'm adopting you," and I'm like, "Yo, you like you sick, bro? Like, what are you talking like?" He's like, "Yo, God told me again that I I gotta live to see you through." Not lying, no joke. Damn. And so, boom, Kev is like, so now we leave that Kev is like, "Yo, did you talk to your aunt?" Uh-huh. And I'm like. Nah, like I'm I'm too scared. (laughs) So I already been through this before. Damn. So I I, I skipped over one one important person. His name was Mr. Freeman. Uh I don't know if you remember Miss Freeman. Well, you're probably young. Miss Freeman from the primary school. I do remember Miss Freeman. All right, well, she had her her son graduated college and became like an assistant teacher. Okay. And so he became part of the uh, what is it, Big Brother program? Uh huh. He used to come get me every Saturday. Uh huh. So he was see, I skipped all. He was the one that pretty much came in my life, and I was able to express myself. So when I was going through it, I was like, "Yo, I want to move with you." He was like, "Yo, I just graduated college. Like, I can't really do it." So he was. I told him about care. I told him everything that happened with care. He was like, "Yo, listen." How old were you at that point? This was my. I was a freshman. Okay. So he was like, listen, I can't take you in, but go to this situation. And once I, he was like, I, I got a few classes. I'm going to graduate and I'm going to get a good job. Then I'm going to take you. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. So boom, go to my aunt first night. Yo, Aunt Louise, I really want to play college basketball and I'm not going to be able to do it here. I'm telling her how racist they are and what's going on. And she's like, Boy, get the fuck out of my face. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm like, damn, second night. Boom. Yo, Aunt Louise, like, I really, I don't think you hear me. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Boy, get same answer. Get out of here. Third night, I'm like, now I'm aggressive. Like, she's fucking up my dream. Like, yeah. I come in there like, yo, listen, uh, like, I'm aggressive now. <laughs> he whooped my ass. Boy, you don't get the hell out of here. <laughs> that next day, bro, yeah. I went. Pack my little joint in the little little tough the uh little crate or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, I'm running away, bro. Like I don't, I don't care. So th- this like six in the morning. I tell Kev, I'm like, yo, Kev, like, be outside. Like I'm coming. Yeah, bro. Packed everything, snuck out, gone. Was gone. Nobody knew. So the thing is, the craziest thing, though, she never said yeah. You know, you had to sneak out to be able to do it. Like she never relented and was like, "All right, never." Like that's so. This is so. This is why I tell kids, know what your dream is. Yeah. Because you're gonna have you're gonna have people that it could be a family member, it could be somebody close that's gonna try to stop you. Yeah. But that determination, like I knew where I can go. So it was like, either I just run yeah. and get out of here, or I stay and you but know what I mean. Like be a, I just gotta do it. It was like, you know, I, I seen, I seen the JRs. I seen all the everybody that has something going. Uh-huh. It don't happen for them. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that's not gonna happen for me. I agree. I agree. So you know what I'm saying. So you like, I'm out of here. So you, so you run away. You get away at, at six. In the morning, and then what happened? Did 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 she so Kev, look for you? Kev or? was like, "Listen, I'm I'm getting in the car." Kev was like, "Nah, we can't do it this way." He goes back up, 
-hmm. And he's like, yo, like, she has to understand. So they ended up talking. Mm. And she ended up like, I'm in the back seat and I'm waving to her. He, he, he gets in the car. He's like, yo, she agreed. Yeah. So boom. Now I'm coming from Red Bank to Neptune. So Kev got two cars, nice crib, pool in the back. Yeah. I'm in this, I'm in straight shop. Like, yeah. first thing I do, because I'm not used to this, I go in the basement, shut off the lights. And they like, yo, what's wrong with him? Like, uh -huh. it, I, I was like this for almost two months. Like, I wouldn't leave. So now it's time <laughs> for school. You went in the basement and shut off all the lights? Shut off all the lights because I'm like, yo, I don't know how to move. Like, it's too much for me. Like, I'm used to not eating right, not to where it's like you got everything at your disposal. Like, yeah. right, you got the big screen TV. You got your own room. You got cars and you could... I'm like, yo, this is too much for me. Like, yeah. And so the wife in the beginning did not want me there. Mm. Did not want me there. Like, it was like, get him out of here. Yeah. So I could feel that tension. It was tension in the house. And, and Kev is like, nah, like, you don't understand. I could hear them talking at night. You don't understand his gifts. Like, yeah. You're going to see. So, boom, I get the Neptune the first day. Not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> it's a little bit of a culture change from RBL, yeah. right? <laughs> you already, you already, now it's like it's like lean on me going in there. Like it's all yo, black and crazy, yo. And I'm from Red Bank, and so it's like, oh, suckers over here. You know what I mean? Like they, so I'm like, ah. I made that same transition though. In seventh grade, I went from, from Red Bank to Neptune. So I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. You like, yo, bro, they thought we they thought we thought we were doing shit in Red Bank, bro. Yo, we doing nothing. Nothing, bro. I think yo, I walked from the high school all the way up up the hill. You know where Breeders Ice Cream is at? On yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. bro. I walked from there back to Kev's crib, like, yo, I'm going back to Red Bank, bro. Like, <laughs> nah, I can't do this. Like <laughs> I'm like, nah, I, no, no, I can't do it, nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin's like, what you mean? Like, this is it? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, man, you don't understand. Like, they trying to press me and anything. Yeah. I'm like, ain't, no, ain't nobody from Red Bank. I'm like, yo, like. At all, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fish with sharks, man. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like. Boom. <laughs> Boom. I'm like, all right, well, then I just got to bang out. Like, yeah. it is what it is. So. Yeah. You know, at this point, I'm still playing AAU. Kev got me around, and this is what changed my life. My my sophomore year, Kev is like, "Yo, somebody had called. You know what I mean? Uh, they want you to go fly fly to New York to, uh, you know what I mean, play." Uh -huh. But before I do that, I get invited to Nike camp in uh, in St. Louis. It's 300, it's 300, 300 players in the camp. Mm -hmm. The top five go to the big camp, the Nike camp in Indiana. Mm -hmm. So Kev sit me down. He like, yo, this is it. Like, remember I told you about the NBA? This is the path to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I right, say no more. He's like, yo, get that ticket. He's like, yo, don't come back out. Don't come back here without that trophy. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I, I got it. I get up. First time, like flying out of state, fly to fly to St. Louis. 
and I'm like, I'm on campus. I'm like, okay, yeah. both go to my dorm, my routine, four thirty in the morning, run the whole campus, yeah. get the, yeah, you know I mean, looking around, doing my push-ups, bro. First day at camp, forty points. Damn. Second day at camp, thirty. I'm killing. But Kev is like, he's like, yo, call me. I'm like, nah, like this is it for me. Like, yeah. I'll call you when I get that trophy. Yeah. I'm so sure it was uh me, D Brown, uh Matt, everybody that all the dudes that went to the league in my class, they yeah. was in this camp. I I get MVP. Uh everything changed after that, bro. I get back to Neptune. Uh-huh. I got 30 boxes, nine 30 shoes. So it's like five boxes of Nike. Damn. Whatever I wanted, exclusives. I'm like, oh, Nike, was like, Nike hit you up. Bro, I was I was getting Nike sophomore year, like boxes. Sophomore year. Kev is like, yo, what what you do? And I'm like, yo, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they invite me to the big camp where I'm roommates with Melo, Amari Stoudemire. Like I'm I'm Dang, in there. Yo, so your roommate, you was at a camp, your roommate was Carmelo. Bro, I'm 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 in now I'm in the field. I'm it's different now. I'm not local. Yeah, now I'm, yeah, now what is your mental like? Is you bro, like, yo, I'm, I'm supposed to be here, or you like still awestruck, like, yo, I'm not nah, I'm a sa- I'm a savage. I'm a I'm I'm like, oh y'all got the mentality from being from Red Bank, bro, you already got to prove yourself to Long Branch, to Asbury. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They look at us like we weak. Yep. So I've already, I've got that mentality already. Okay. Like, okay, where are you from? Yeah. Bro, yeah. My mindset always been I don't care what hood you from, I don't care how tough you ain't been through what I've been through as a kid. So anybody that talked that I'm, I'm, I'm tough, mm-hmm. I'm from the hood. You didn't experience what I experienced, yeah. so that you can't be that. T- I don't want to say you're not that tough, but I got to see where your heart is at. Yeah, because I've been. I got to see if you really yeah. saying you when adversity hit. Yeah. Then I know if you're tough. So, yeah. boom! I get to the camp. I, I can just name uh, it's Melo, it's Dewan Wagner, it's uh, Amari Stoudemire, Tyson Ch- Tyson Chandler was like number one in the country at that time. Damn. Uh. Everybody, D, uh, damn, let me think. Are you balling out at this camp? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm killing. So uh-huh. now I go from top 150 to now I'm like 30. Damn. In the country, in the country. I come yeah. back from Nike camp. They want to sponsor Neptune. They get the whole team shoes. They give my own exclusives. Like it's different now. Yeah. <laughs> like how yeah. how are you feeling though? Like how how are you receiving all of that attention though? Being that young. Um, but how but, was that? Let me rewind. Nobody from Neptune liked me. This is this yeah. is where you if you ever seen when I went to college, I never put from Neptune. I said from Red Bank. Mm. It was for a reason. Yeah. They never accepted me. They never That's like. Crazy. They was booing me, bro. They was booing. I don't, yo, I'm telling. They did not like me, bro. Damn. They didn't. So when all this attention came, they was like, "Oh, T. Todd should be at the Nike camp." You know what I mean? It was just like <laughs> he don't deserve that. Like he ain't as nice as him. 
not even nice. Yeah. So instead, not nah, so instead of accepting it, they were like, "Oh, like you gave that to us, but T. Ty should be giving that to us." And I'm like, "Ah, y'all just gonna create a whole nother animal." Yeah. So it was like, "Okay, T. Ty's the man." Yeah. That first day of practice, I'm like practice at six. Uh -huh. I'm there at four thirty. Yeah. When they get the gender to let me in, I'm running suicide. They don't know me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They only know, they only heard of me. They don't know me. Yeah. First day, the coach come in like. And the first day of practice, 4.30, coach, you're going to suicide. Coach is like, who the f I'm in the full sweat. I'm like, yo, where he at? Where's he tired at? Like, okay. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm like, all right, he nice. I And I know he nice. Yeah. But again, I got to see where it's hard at. Yeah, exactly. So. Right from there is when I, I gained a respect and they was like, oh, this this motherfucker's serious. Like, yeah. he ain't playing. Yeah. And we all became, I, I said it was like Sunset Park, bro. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. So, so, so I leave Nike camp. Uh -huh. I come back through that season. I got to go to USA camp now. With, uh, so now Melo's my, hold on, let me get my, Melo's my roommate. Uh-huh. And this is when I first meet LeBron. And, and nobody knows his backstory about that. I never told, I told a few people close to me, but uh, so we, we, all, we all get in, we all get into the dorm or whatever. And Wait, so me and Melo, because we know each other from, from, uh, from Nike camp and all that, you know, we, we, we get there and everything, you know, we check in and all that. And so everybody's in. Everybody's checked in. And they was like, oh, we got one more. And they was like, yo, it's a kid named LeBron. And so <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody knows. Okay, Melo's like, you know what I mean? I don't really know. Yeah. LeBron comes in dirty, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, dirty, like head, like stink. Like I'm not, I'm not lying. Like, looks like, yo, where get this where from? <laughs> so Brian so, came in looking like a bum. Bro, look, looking, looking Great. like okay, hungry. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So hey, you know, the dudes is laughing at him and all that. Like, ah, they don't know who he is. Yeah. Boom. The next morning we got like uh, scrimmages. So each each player got like a time they going with a different team. Yeah. Bro, man, Melo, we we got late games. So yeah. we wait, niggas come back to dawn. Like, yo, I'm like what? Yo, that that dirty nigga, <laughs> fifty, not lying to you, fifty you know. triple doubles. Mello was like, "What? Uh -huh. Yo, that nigga had fifty triple doubles." Mello was like, "All right, all right, okay." Uh -huh. Mello went and got forty-eight. Uh -huh. So Mello comes back to the dome, and now I'm like, "Yo, Mello, I see it. I see LeBron. I was like, "Yo, this motherfucker. He was doing that." You know what I mean? That I was like, yo, this nigga is serious. Yeah. Yo, next game, 55. Yo, bro, it was like. Bro, 50, 55, uh, back in the 50, back. 55, all and triple double. how old double. was he? He was like 13, what? Nah, he was about, we was, we was, uh, yeah. Yeah, nah, hold on. No, he was about 14. He was he 14. Was 14, so y'all were like 16. Bro, he, so. <laughs> Now, matter of fact, I don't, you know JJ Reddick, so I knew who JJ Reddick was. I'm like, I hear they saying he's the best shooter in the country. 
Yeah. Boom. We get done with our workout. I'm like, yo, we got to get it in. Like, we got to see. We got to see. Long story short, towards his ass up. Not, yeah, not, not going to hold it. Yeah. Cracking shot. shootout. Man, shootout, yeah. So, <laughs> now, I, I say that story about Braun and, and Melo because it was a little competition there, right? Yeah. So, we go, we lead there, we go to ABCD. ABCD is in T-Net. It's an Adidas tournament. Adidas uh, camp. Bro, this is three months after. Uh-huh. Get the Adidas, everybody checking in. Sean comes in and looks like a million dollars, bro. Like, said, how many months you know, after bro. the first time was it? Shane, Joe. You said it was three months? Three months, jeweled <laughs> up, everything, bro. Like, yo. <laughs> come in like and this is when he was calling me step back he was like yo step back I was like oh, oh they, they got, got a big name for you <laughs> bro oh they got to you they they yo he was different bro it was like hey yo in, in three months family. so I don't know if you remember the story about Lenny Cook and and LeBron have you ever heard of that that Lenny Cook Lenny Cook that's the uh, dude he, he died did he die? Nah, so Lenny, Lenny Cook at the time was the number one player in the country. Mm-hmm. He was he was LeBron. Before. He was supposed to be LeBron, basically. Uh-huh. He was that that guy. Uh-huh. So Lenny Lenny comes with he's from Brooklyn. Uh-huh. He comes with the whole camera crew, Foxy Brown, the oh, Foxy Brown brother. Like he got a whole bro. He's getting it in high school. And how, and how old is he? He gotta be in high school too, right? He's in high school. He gotta be eighteen. Bro, 17. got the camera crew. <laughs> so the whole basis of the camp was nobody knew who LeBron was at the time. Yeah. It was like, yo, Lenny Cook got a match up with LeBron. And yo, sort of you never see you never researched the story. Nah. They had a whole documentary on this. I never heard. Tell me, go ahead. Tell bro, the death. Bro, he he comes in, got the whole Brooklyn behind him, all bloods and everything. Yeah. Ron, I'm like, I'm telling anybody, I'm like, yo, yeah, I seen this nigga three months ago. Yeah. Watch. <laughs> Lenny Cook comes out, he hit LeBron with like eight crossovers. Hang, hang, hang. Crowd going crazy. He hit the three. Look at LeBron, like, little nigga. Oh. You know, LeBron always wipe, he's been doing this since high school. Wipe his yeah. chest. <laughs> Pledge chest. Yeah, Ava, get out of here. Bro, hit. He went for 40 straight. 40 straight? You want to talk about camera crew switched from Lenny Cook and went straight to LeBron, bro? I'm not lying. So, he took took it. Whatever happened to Lenny Cook? So, we get to the All-Star game. I make the All-Star team. Boom. Lenny's on my team. Uh Lenny's like, yo, I got to get this nigga back. I'm like, yo, Lenny, like, it's over. Like, he took it. Like, <laughs> he's like, yo, he on that brother. He's like, yo, nobody shoot the ball. I'm shooting everything. I'm like, yeah, I ain't. First three, I'm shooting that. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, yo, don't shoot the ball again, or my niggas gonna handle you over here. Oh! You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you got it. LeBron tore his ass up again. So I'm telling these stories to everybody understand where I'm coming back to Neptune. Uh-huh. And I, y'all not After seeing, seeing what this. I see. Y'all not, y'all not, y'all ain't been around what I've been around. Like, yeah, I'm looking at y'all like, yo, y'all a little, y'all little dudes. Yeah. So now we get into my senior year. 
uh, they make a mailbox for me in my own. And you you went to Neptune High School? Yeah, I went to Neptune. All right, so if you walk in, I don't know when you was there. When you walk in the office, was to your left. Uh huh. All right, so they had the mailboxes in there. Yeah. So I walk in and they like, yo, Dean, like, come here. And I'm like, what you, what you, what's up? Uh -huh. They was like, they had like this big ass box. They was like, yo, these are yours. I'm like, uh -huh. they mine. Bro, it was like 150 letters in there. University. I'm like, Damn. they like, yo, these are yours. I'm like, for real? Uh -huh. I go back to the crib. Kev is like, yo, here, another 150 letters. Damn. I'm like, shit. This, I mean, all uni all school. Kev yeah. is like, yo, you got to put these in your shoe boxes. So it gets, it gets to the point where they're like, yo, we got to make your own mailbox in high school. Like, we can't, we can't hold these. Yeah, I'm going to class with these letters, and I'm opening teachers is like, yo, just go ahead and do your thing back there. Like, <laughs> you just opening letters, letters, and it, it gets to the point where I'm like, where well, I'm gonna go? Like, Kev is yeah. like, you're on mellow tight. You know what I mean, Syracuse really wants you. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. So, getting ready for school, look at ESPN. I watch ESPN every morning. I see Patino is getting fired from Boston. Boston and I look at the I look at the mail and then boom, Louisville gave me sent me a letter. I'm like, all right, then they they say, yo, he's just he's going to Louisville. Uh -huh. Open the letter, I see like the little the little number. I was like, yo, Kev, you gotta call the office. Kev was like, what? I was like, yo, you gotta call the office. You got you gotta get Patino on the phone, bro. Like before, cause Syracuse was coming to my practice that that afternoon. Yeah. I was like, yo, I don't want to commit, yeah. but they want me to commit tonight. I'm like, yo, just get him on the phone. Yeah. So boom, school's over. You know what I mean? They they come to the practice and they like, yo, what are you gonna do? I'm like, yo, just give me give me to tomorrow. Uh -huh. Boom, I get to the crib, Bayheim call just to like double check. He's like, yo, like, you know, like we really want you What's up, bro? try to get that commit. <laughs> yo, phone on the other Trust line me. is beeping. On the other line is beeping. Uh-huh. Over. Hey, it's Rick Patino. Drop the phone. Get the it's fuck out of there. Kev is like, yeah. what? I'm like, yo, that's that's uh, Patino on the phone. He like, what? I was like, yo, it's on the phone. Like, what you want me to? So I was like, yo, pick it up. <laughs> so he's talking. I'm not paying attention to nothing. I'm like, where I signed? He was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what? Like he studied. Like what? What? I was like, yo, coach, I you ain't even got to tell me all that. I was like, yo, where where I signed? Like, what? what you yeah, yeah. you want me to come? He was like, yeah, I want you to come. I'm like. All right, where do I sign? He's like, nah, it don't work like that. Like, you got to come <laughs> on campus, take a visit. I don't need a visit. Yeah. He was like, are you serious? I'm like, yo, just send it, fax it. Yeah. I'm there. He's yeah. like, nah, you got to come. I'm like, no. Boom, I, <laughs> I, com I committed right there. So what what was it about Rick Pitino that, that you know, because Jim Beheim is a Hall of Fame coach as well, you know, and that's a pretty he good He is, but his style, his style was slow zone, mm -hmm. out more in your face defense. I was always defense first. I didn't, I never thought I had offense, never. Yeah. I was all this, I was like, yo, Coach P, and he likes shooters. I was like, yo, they're going to play fast, and I'm going to be able to get my shot up. Mm. So I was always a student of the game. I knew yeah. it was going to fit me. So and you I'm was like, already... I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out. Is this a 
a common basketball thing because I play football, so I don't know. So, like, do y'all kind of know, like, all right, when y'all looking at teams, y'all like, yo, this coach run this and this coach run that. Nah, what happened, uh, what was it at the time? PlayStation, right? So they had, the, they had this college game. I used to always play it. Uh-huh. And so when Patino was at Kentucky, mm. so I would always pick Kentucky, and their style was just always fat, and it was – from the game, bro, the style yeah. was fast, and they was shoot. all of them had all of them shoot. Yeah. So I started to understand who who Rick Pitino was. I never thought I was gonna Dang. play for him. Damn. From from the from the PlayStation game. Yeah. So me and Jay Jones used to always play every day at the school. So I knew, and I'm like, yo, he's the only one that that'd be able to get me to where I gotta go. Your perfect style. Because I always knew my limits. See, everybody used to be like, oh, he can't dribble. He don't go to the hole. Like he don't dunk. Uh-huh. I always knew what I was good at. Like mm. I'm like, yo, I'm a I'm a specialist in this area. Mm. So I'm gonna continue to just specialize now. I don't care about nothing else. Be Y'all got that. You knew what you uh, you knew your strengths and, and your weaknesses. I knew that from that age, I said, Yeah, I'll be able to play this game until I'm 40. Because mm. I, I ain't gonna win till my knees, I'm not gonna, but everybody needs a shooter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's just how I always carried it. Play defense, I could shoot, I could go anywhere. Yeah. So nice. when Patino, I knew right when I saw that ESPN, I was like, yo, this is it. Yeah. Remember I always told you, you asked me how going through all that trauma, how I got through it. I told you I always felt like it was something pushing me. Uh-huh. That same feeling was when I knew, okay, this is it. That you had to and go Patino, to. Patino was it. Uh-huh. So... After that, I know I'm long. After that, it was like it comes out on the Asbury Park Press, and I get to school, and they like, "Yo, you ain't going there." Like, you know how you do that? Like, it was like yeah. no, nobody was happy. It was like, what was everybody wanting you to go? What was the popular? Oh, oh, they all wanted you to go to Q's. They, no, they didn't want me to go anywhere, bro. They just thought. <laughs> Yo, bro, I'm being real with you. They didn't want me to go anywhere. Like, yo, that's the like, truth. That is the truth, yo. They didn't want me to go nowhere. Like, yo, how he get there? Like, how wow. did he get there? So it was like, damn, like, they, they ain't even had me for, for that. Yeah, so, wow. Listen, so Patino's like, I'm coming out. You know what I mean? I'm coming out in a month. Come watch you play. Uh-huh. So once the word comes down that, yo, Patino's coming to the game, like, it, even in school, it was going crazy. Like, yo, Patino coming here, they block up, they barricade certain part of the gym. Only he, him could go, like, security. So we warming up, and boom, this nigga walks in the gym. I'm like, oh, I'm stuck. I'm like, yo, I go to Kev, like, yo, I'm nervous, bro. I'm like, yo, I, I ain't got it tonight, Kev. Kev was like, you better find it, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Kev, I ain't got it tonight. Dude. I get out there, play horrible, bro. Like, terrible. The crowd is like, take T Todd. Like, yo, you on that bum ass nigga. Like, yeah, they they care. They loving this shit. Yo, bro, they loving it. I'm strapping on D. I'm strapped. Like, Coach Pete, I go in the locker room, tight. Yeah. Coach Pete, everything clears out. Got my head down. I hear like the door close, uh-huh. boom, he yo, pick your head up. Looking at him, he's like, yo, stand up. I'm standing, he's like, yo. He's like, I know you ain't, you ain't shoot the ball good. I know that. 
Like, I'm a coach. I, I, I see talent. He's like, what you did on defense? He said, you're going to play for me all four years. Damn. And he was like, yo. He, the, from there, it was like, yo, you, you still want me to come? He was like, of course. Damn. Like, oh, oh but, yo. It was, yeah. After that, we went on to win the state championship. Like, I was, I, was, yeah. I was on it. That was all you needed. I was on it. That's so damn. So like, I I think that's dope because I think um you know just listening to your story, um you know you do have Kevin Owens you know as a as a male role model, but you know it's yeah. kind of like that male father figure was like a composite of you know a yeah. couple different dudes you know. So I'm like yeah. that kind of you know that confirmation that he gave you. Yes. sounds like it was like, all right, cool. Like, I know I can fuck up, but as yeah. long as I'm giving that effort, I'm free exactly. to rock out. You feel me? But um, that came I, from that, that coach at, at the middle school. If mm -hmm. I didn't have him, you know what I mean? Like, none of that. First coach, right? The principal. It, it shaped me. And to yeah. this day, I can't find him. That's crazy. To this day, That's crazy, bro. But, yeah. So, all right. So, then... Let's 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 talk and let's dive into the Louisville chat. Yo, this gonna this might have to be two parts. Uh, yeah, bro. This, this is Listen, a I'm, I'm actually I'm actually writing a book to it. I want to yeah. do like a a little uh something for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I think you definitely should because your story is crazy, bro. Like yeah. your, your story is like out of a movie. I don't even know if they write you know movie scripts like this. You feel me? Yeah. So like I, I think you definitely should. Write the book, how to, you know, that yeah. series, anything, you 